Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Yesterday, I truly missed an opportunity to talk about, well, someone who was born on June 7th, 1958. Would have been 63. Probably one of the most iconic multi-instrumentalists and also an actor. Yeah. Let's I think Chris Rock will tell you who who they are. Remember when he was young, everybody used to have those arguments about who's better, Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince won. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Prince won. And Prince probably was the more conservative of the two. And his music was, oh my God. We can't play any of the songs because I don't want the family to come after me. I don't want the Ghost of Prince to come after me. I have so much respect and admiration for Prince. I remember when he was the artist. I remember when he was the artist formerly known as, when he was just the symbol, the love symbol. Yeah. He also made some films. And the big film of them was Purple Rain. He won an Oscar for that. Not for his acting, but for the score. When Prince died in 2016, I, like many, I was heartbroken. I and and nothing against Michael. I was not a I was not a big Michael Jackson fan. But when it came to Prince, I remember the first time I heard a Prince song. I was a teenager and I liked it and I thought, who is this? And that was at that moment when he was the artist. He was an icon. I don't think there will be anyone ever like him. I remember when he died and we're not just going to talk about his death. We're going to talk about his life because June 7th would have been his 63rd birthday. He was such an interesting person. I, you know, as shy as he was, and and that's that's the beauty of, of people who are really shy like that. And then they get on stage and boom, boom. So I'm looking because he also did under the cherry red moon. Okay, here we go. Try my luck. You're in the business? Well, I'm a singer. Oh. First Avenue's really famous. A lot of bands make it after playing there. It must be real exciting. Is that what turns you on? What do you mean? Making it. It'd be nice for a change. It's all I dream about. And you? What do you dream about? Will you help me? Nope. Pardon me? Nope. Wanna know why? Nope. Because you wouldn't pass the initiation. What initiation? Well, for starters, you have to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. What? 
You have to purify yourself in Lake Minnetonka. And if that's a print song, we're going to stop right there. So that's Purple Rain. I believe with him in Abalonia. Or no, is that Abalonia? You know that movie? We You got some darling Nikki. Tipper Gore likes that one especially. Purple Rain is maybe in a way autobiographical. I mean, you think of the songs... When Doves Cry, which is probably one of his biggest songs. And of course, the title song, Purple Rain. Let's Go Crazy. Baby, I'm a Star. And the, the way that Prince just said things. And it didn't matter if the film wasn't good. Purple Rain was good. And then the other films. And he directed them. And... Here we go. Knowledge. What do you know from knowledge? You ever been to my... Oh, oh, we got it wrong. We got it wrong. No, we're in trouble now. We're in trouble. It's gonna get me. From the to, knowledge. to knowledge. To knowledge. Knowledge. What do you know from knowledge? You ever been to Miami, baby? I have. Got some. You forgot one. There's nothing in Miami but people who weren't born there are drugs. Yeah, and ain't no more than you'll ever learn in your little small sheltered world. Yeah! Really now? What any God knows? Got some! Yes, sir. Ave boo and crown. That's French. I understand. It's obvious little Miss Mary has never been off the city block. What else is that? Some new language. Read it. You know what it is? made my best 10 list in 1984 but the sequel to that movie called the graffiti bridge will make a different kind of list all of the energy and excitations about the performers and we were and we can't play the music it sucks we can't play it through copyright <sighs> he made movies it was also the batman soundtrack hello oh my goodness Prince was not just a musician. He was a director. He was a writer. He was a performer. He was a band leader. He was the instrumentalist. He was he was the man signing the checks. You know? <laughs> he created a whole new sound. I love what Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis once said about Prince. They said he was alternative before alternative was alternative. And that's true. Because he could play anything. He he ate and breathed and lived music, and that's why his death. I that his death really for for someone that talented and then also that mysterious. And I love that he was so mysterious. I love that there was not a lot that we knew about him. I did not want to know a lot about him. I wanted to know about the music, and he did it so perfectly. 
It was an extension. It wasn't just an. I, I let me take that. It wasn't just an extension. It was, it was a part of his whole body, his whole being, his whole aura. Purple rain. Come on. From that film. So Prince. A lot of performers, you know, they do films or they do music, and sometimes it just doesn't. It doesn't coalesce. But with Prince, at that that was the right moment and that was the right time for Purple Rain, the album, and the movie. Because it was... That was just... Oh, my God. There will never be another person like Prince. <sighs> like I said, his death, his death really... It, it closed the door. He has a posthumous album coming out in July. But I thought if we're going to talk about this is a film podcast and I also talk about music. To talk about probably one of the most enchanting performers of all time. Because he did it his way. He did things his there were people he wanted to work with that they weren't ready and he he was ready. He was ready to go. He lived at Paisley Park, his sanctuary. His filmography. Here we go. Purple Rain, the kid director Albert Mangoli, Under the Cherry Red Moon or Under the Cherry Moon, Christopher Tracy, director Prince. Sign O the Times, I love that. Himself, director, Prince. Graffiti Bridge, the kid, director, Prince. Three Chains O Gold, himself, director, Prince. Yeah. There was nobody else like Prince. He... Very rarely did he go on television. He did the the Muppets, I remember when he was the symbol. Remember that? And then, if we score, um, uh, you know, you got to do your homework when you're talking about Prince. Okay. He was on an episode of New Girl with Zoe Deschanel where he plays himself. He's been parodied, Chappelle parodied. Chappelle loved Prince. Okay. Everyone. From every walk of life, black, white, gay, straight, Asian, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, Muslim, transgendered, everybody loved Prince. Everybody. He had probably one of the most diverse fan bases I've ever seen. They love the music. Prince was not your typical looking musician Prince Prince did it his way that was the thing I loved about Prince Michael Jackson I I just and no and no disrespect to Michael it was just not my thing there was something about Prince where you knew he not only he created the song he lived it he lived it by the time the video was done and it was in the can he was dressed it he was eating it he fucked it he smoked it boom well, he didn't smoke it, but you know what I mean. His whole persona, 
the fact that he dressed, he sang the way that he wanted to, and he just didn't give a fuck. And that's why he's so important. That's why yesterday it was his birthday. Never got the chance to see him in a concert. When he died, that really... Those of you who have seen Prince in concert, my hat goes off to you. What an extraordinary performer. Nobody, nobody, that, that mind. And then, and then we go to why he took his name away and started writing slave on his face. And people thought it was a stunt. No. He basically said, look, this record company owns my, my masters. That's my music that I made. They didn't make it. And, and I, and I have to pay for it. And then they put a price tag on the name that his mother gave him at birth. And so he felt he had to put Prince to bed. And then finally he got a hold of those masters. He was able to just reset things. And then he finally started going by Prince again. That says a lot about an artist. He wouldn't work with other artists if they didn't own their masters. That was so smart. People weren't people weren't ready for that. He was so revolutionary when it came to his music and then the internet. Oh God. MPG. New Power Generation. When I hear his songs, they're so full of life, love, and celebration. There, there's a really great song I always loved, Pop Life. And he's talking about what's what's the matter with your life? Don't you know straight hair don't get no curl? I'm just reciting it. I'm trying not to get in trouble with him. Or Diamonds and Pearls. At first, I always thought that was such an overly dramatic song. And then you listen to it and the harmonics. Or seven, you know, he was born on June 7th. So that song seven, where it opens with that acapella, woo, cream. What's that other one? Uh, Get off. Oh yeah, my favorite though. I I mean I love them all. I love Raspberry Beret. I love Kiss. I love uh, Sign of the Times. Dorothy Parker. My favorite was Erotic City. Because that was so funky. That was along the lines of Parliament. Okay? Or he's talking about we can fuck until the dawn. Come on. The way that there's an extended version of Erotic City. And then there's the original. And the extended is like... That's like getting hit with a piece of cheese. Okay? It's getting hit with a piece of cheese. And it just slaps you. His music was so... You breathed it with him. You lived it with him. You're in your car and you're listening to Little Red Corvette. Come on. You're not driving a Little Red Corvette, but you're living it. You're living the synth. He he was so good at the synth and the drums. And people have kind of disagreed with me on this and fuck him. I I can say fuck him. It's my show. I can say what I want. So Prince did 1999. That drum beat... You know who tried to copy it? Phil Collins. And I tell people that. And they said, oh, wait a minute. 1999 sounds nothing like Susudio. Hello. Go back and listen to Susudio. 
And even Phil Collins himself says he tried to copy 1999. Hello. So don't kill the messenger, me. All right. That's Phil Collins admitting that. And he was so taken by Prince. Rogers Nelson, by the way. That he tried to copy it. Everybody was either wanting to work with Prince or scared of Prince. And so that's why I played for you at the beginning. Michael Jackson versus Prince. Chris Rock. In fact, Prince has said that the song Bad was going to be a duet. And Michael was going to say, your bud is mine. And Prince said, now, you sure ain't singing that to me. And I sure ain't singing that to you. Yeah, he said, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. Which is good. I, I, there didn't need to be a duet. They existed on their own. I want to give a shout out to my friend Rob. Dr. Rob. So handsome and debonair. Uh, <laughs> who was the one who gave me the bad news about Prince. I'll never forget that. It was my dad's birthday. I was getting gas. It was his 70th. I was getting gas and some uh, scratch-offs. And I'm pumping that gas. And all of a sudden, Rob, Rob texts me. And I said, what's going on? He said, Prince is dead. My heart sunk. I thought, no, I don't see anything about it on Twitter. And I'm literally looking on Twitter. Because, you know, that's where... When Amy Winehouse died, it was on Twitter before it was on the news. So I drove home and I just thought, no, not Prince, please no. I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And then I got home and CNN confirmed it. ABC, ABC confirmed it. And it was so sad. And I just played his music. I remember I took a nap and then I played his music all day long. And the movies, Purple Rain under the Cherry Moon. Graffiti Bridge, Sign of the Times. He could tell a story. And I loved it that he he became his own director. His own vision. Not just the movies, but music videos. Also, Manic Monday. Remember by the Bengals? That's a Prince song. That was for Abalonia. Nothing Compares to You, Sinead O'Connor. Written by Prince. I Feel for You. By Shaka Khan, written by Prince. Sheena Easton, written by Prince. You got the look, you got the hook. Shh. Come on, let's go there. Uh, I, you know, Dirty Mind. Isn't that weird? We're talking about Prince. Dirty Mind just celebrated 40th anniversary. He was on a roll with these albums and movies. I remember a girl that I knew in college. She was so nice. I, I, I wonder where she is now. We had class together. She told me a story about Prince. Where Prince was in Minnesota. Or not Minnesota. Yeah, Minneapolis. And it was 3 in the morning. And he wanted a llama. Because he was going to make a music video. And they're like, Prince, it's 3 in the morning. It's snowing. I want a llama. Go get one. <laughs> He would just film all the time at Paisley Park. He would just film all... And he had that voice. God. I love what the, the Shaka Khan told a really good story once. 
where when she first met Prince and she thought it was Larry Graham who is you know Drake's uncle uh, and she thought it was Prince and uh, you know played a joke on her so with with Prince we gotta go to the beginning gotta go to the beginning and uh if this is about titles here we go your favorite title in the prince catalog what's your favorite song turns you on every time you do it i usually answer by saying the next one Mm. but there is a song that uh we've just written Uh, idol, you know, the whole genre. Yeah, I was I was watching a show with uh, Esperanza Spalding, who's mm-hmm. a friend of mine. Basically. You're about... That's all I want to be. That's all I ever tried to be. I didn't know what was going to happen. What was it that you were listening to in music today that made you say, I've got to put some more stuff out there? You have to do this. Uh, Mainly I sensed a great deal of uh, negativity and entropy in the music. There's, um, There's a disintegration going on that we really have to address. Our values have been lessened to a great degree. Uh, VH1's been pretty cool. They don't show too much craziness on their channel. But um, other Viacom channels do. So I think that we we should address this as a community as to what it's doing to the culture. Uh, people can say all they want to, that there, there's no reason for these kids to listen to music and then go shoot somebody. But, you know, there's something that's triggering these buttons. Do you, do you feel responsible as an artist Very for much so. what you're putting? Do you think that other people do? Uh, no, I don't. You talk about music that's going out there right now. Um, are you talking about any particular type of music that uh, you don't think is such? Be a healthcare. So that is. I hate these commercials. That's Prince talking about the music industry and what he saw, what he didn't like about it. Most people don't get famous with one name and then change it. Right? Would you say? What's the story of that, by the way? Uh, well, I um, uh, I had to search deep within my heart and spirit, and I wanted to uh, uh, make a change and move to a new plateau in my life. And one of the ways in which I did that was to change my name. It sort of divorced me from the past and all the hang-ups that go along with it. Why then did you choose the artist formerly known as? Well, I didn't choose that. That was chosen, chosen for you. Yeah, pretty much. What would you have chosen? Uh, I, I, I mean, was, did you think of a name? What is your name at birth? My name at birth was Prince Rogers Nelson. So did you think of Nelson? No. <laughs> Rogers? No. Were you thinking of a name? No, it didn't come to me like that. So how did the artist formerly known as come about? Well, that came up through people's uh, uh, problem with mainly the the media's problem with not having a pronunciation for the symbol so they had to come up with something i guess so the artist formerly known as is a media invention yes sir not your invention no sir and so that's the late larry king with the late prince 
talking about the artist formerly known as title. And then in 2000, he got his name back. That says a lot about Prince. I was so, like I said before, and, and a lot of people I've talked to, I was so heartbroken when he died. I, I just... I don't think there will be anyone who can ever... And we and we talk about people want to fill voids and whatever. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is this man loved music. And when someone like that dies, whether whether you liked him or not, that's the thing about it. And I know people who didn't like him and and they didn't get it. They didn't get the music and that's and that's fine. Not everyone has to get the music. But don't don't diss the man, you know what I mean? Don't diss the man. Don't diss that raspberry beret. The purple rain. Oh my god. What uh, such an original. And you can't really say that about a lot of people today. That they're originals. That they're no, you know, they. nobody else can do it like them. Nobody. And the beautiful thing about Prince was he's forever eternal on screen. Those films that he made, those music videos, those music videos are films in themselves. Even, the, oh, I love that song, Sexy Motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, the most beautiful girl in the world when he went yeah he was symbol he was the symbol that was that was his last top 10 hit you know that's such a beautiful song and then he talks about the moon and stars and even mars it's like wow and so i i thought let's just pay tribute to the man the music the melody maker the mastermind the director he directed himself. That's not easy to do. I'm just, yeah. Prince, we miss you, man. Unpleasant dreams.